What's going on, everybody? I hope you're enjoying our YTG Global Podcast. This couldn't be possible without Anchor, which is by far the easiest way to make or produce a podcast. Why do you ask? Hmm. Simple. Because they're free. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. They'll distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Oh, man. Would you, uh, who would you rather do? A radio show or a, or a, a nice uh, local syndicated podcast? Uh, local radio show, local podcast. Radio show, I think, right? Yeah, radio Maybe show. You're, you're, that you're, has changed, actually. Uh, it might be a podcast. Yeah, because radio show, you're held back. Yeah, uh, five years ago, the answer is a no-brainer. But I think in today's age, nah, probably podcast. I mean, this is pretty much XM, what we're doing right now. The Batman yeah. has no jurisdiction here. Hey, that's a good line. Maybe <laughs> somebody should use that. <laughs> we're recording, baby. I'm already using it. We're, we're in here. How are you doing, my friend? How are What's you up? doing? What's up? Oh, my God, dude. I got the pollen hurting me right now. I ain't going to lie to you. Mm-hmm. Ain't the only thing that's probably hurting. No, no, no. I'm good. I, I didn't do much last night. But you know what? This podcast right now, this is my this is my Jordan flu game, game six. That's what I'm comparing this to right now. I got the jersey on as well. You know? You got to go all the way over there? That's right. Uh, I got Jordan flu game? I got the Jordan. actually food poisoning, by the way. Oh, alcohol poisoning. Food poisoning. They said the man was in Vegas the night before gambling. Nah. I, I have that excerpt from his personal trainer talking about that of course he's gonna protect him the personal trainer says a lot of shit so uh I, he is uh he, he he calls it how it is so he has no reason to lie if he, if well, he thought Jordan no reason to lie was alcohol paid? poisoning he'd say it he doesn't care nah he ain't saying that right there you told yes, uh you told jordan uh drew that's his name drew um no tim grover oh yes right tim grover that guy right there yes yes yeah. yes 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 shout out to tim grover tim grover yeah um, I'm not going to question the uh, author, uh, uh, the truthfulness. I went full Porky Pig right there. I ain't going to trust the uh, <laughs> the truthfulness of Tim Grover. I'm not going to do that on today's podcast. I'll say that one for another day, Mister Mister Grover. Please come on the podcast sometime. Um, we'll dude, that, <laughs> hey, can we uh now for serious though? Can we uh can we start off with something? Just a little bit of news yes. out there. I just want to touch on a few things. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's unfortunate with uh, everything's popping off with um. COVID nineteen, uh, uh, cat, uh, Carl Anthony Towns lost his mama today. You know, due to a due to a battle. Uh, shout out to cat. Uh, shout out to the whole family. You know, I hope. Um, I'm sorry. Definitely sorry to hear the news here, and you know, hopefully you can find some peace amongst the family. You know, through this tragic time. Um, Tavares Jackson. Do you remember Tavares Jackson? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, dude died in the car accident today. Mm. Thirty six years old. Um, quick story about Tavares Jackson. When I was playing like Madden, like oh six oh seven, I used to always trade for him because I wanted to get a quarterback that could run that didn't have like a high overall, so I can like build him up through the years too as well. And he was always one of my go to quarterbacks to uh, rock with. You know, it's just I don't know, dude. He wasn't like, of course, he wasn't a big household name. Started for the Vikings for a little bit, but you know, it's just it's just sad to see, dude. His family, you know, just you know, sh- you know, just hope everything's um everything could be what it is. You know, just people around to look out for him. And uh, just one more, 
um, my guy, Eric Henderson, he played um, basketball for uh, Bowie High School where I, where I attended. Um, dude was good. He was solid. Um, uh, he passed away. I'm not sure exactly what happened. I haven't reached out to – just been going through the day. I haven't really reached out to a few of my guys, but I'll find out what's going on from there. I definitely want to talk a little bit about uh, his career too as well. Not right now, but in in due time. When I um, because he was, he had, he had um, uh, stories about him to Washington Post too as well. So this guy he was um he was doing some great things as far as on the court. Unfortunately, he had a bad injury uh, during his senior year playing a, playing a pickup game at Bowie State, and and I just wasn't nothing was the same from there. But you know, um, rest in peace to him and you know the family. My condolences as well. This is uh, is that difficult times, uh, with everything COVID nineteen and people. I mean, the car accident is just awful. It's hard to contextualize the the grief that people are dealing with right now, and I don't think we can. And uh, if you're dealing with something out there, uh, shout out to you. Yeah, and if anyone out there is hurting for any reason, not just you know physically, but you know emotionally, mentally, please just reach out to somebody. You know, uh, even doing this podcast right here with uh, Jair, podcast with Nate, uh, Dev, Manning, uh, Trev, Nail, Will, everybody's been on the pod, um, whole podcast family. You know, this is great for just for us to talking. Like at the end of the day, you know, yeah. it's just therapy. You know, absolutely. Yeah, it's just just sitting here just talking about things we see in life and able to, to discuss it. So it helps out a lot. So please, if you have, if you need to talk to somebody, please. Please do it for anyone out there that's listening, whatever you, whatever it is that you're going through, because you're important to somebody. Yeah, check up on your strong friend too. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's a uh, uh, stressful times to say the least for everyone out there. Yes, it is, my friend. All right. We'll um we'll leave it at that. We'll uh, follow up with those stories as uh, information comes down and go from there. Jair. Yes. What you sipping on tonight? <laughs> on a much lighter note. <laughs> we move, so we're doing this there. really cool thing, right? We're talking uh, uh, a new series. We are. Right? We are. Actually, this is your baby. Uh, you, you talk about this. This is your baby. Are we talking um, the drinks? No, the uh, this whole... Because I, I got two babies. Today. I got twins. The syllabus. The syllabus. The syllabus. The syllabus. Yeah. The syllabus. Oh, we're going there right now. That's fine. Then we go to the drinking. That's right. Let's do that. So... I um after a podcast I had did it wasn't with um Jairus or somebody else it wasn't with Nate was it a I think it was a BNY podcast shout out to BNY um that's that's saying a shout out to myself is that egotistical I don't know maybe but whatever we could do that here um I was telling I called Jairus said man look I had an idea I've been thinking for the past couple of days like what if we uh created like a syllabus off of uh, a part of a career of a musician or actor actress. And then we actually dove into it and, you know, just really uh, went through the history of it. Like, I'm not saying like a, a full musical breakdown of every single album sound, you know, the hi-hat on the, the third verse at bar number four. Like, we ain't doing that shit right there. Not saying we're not capable, but we're just not doing that right now. We're looking at the overall history of a part of a career of a particular artist. And today, um, after uh, much text back and forth, syllabus back and forth, I'm talking like deep writing Knowledge, uh, listening to music. I mean, I've been listening to this artist pretty much my entire life. You have two out there. If you haven't, you've at least heard the name. You love them. You hate them. There's no really in-between. 
We're talking about Toronto's ambassador for the NBA's Raptors, Mr. Uh, Drake Aubrey Graham. Drake Aubrey Graham, ladies and gentlemen. Round of applause. Round of applause. Jair's got a, a huge round of applause. Go ahead, go ahead, Jair. Round of applause. Round of so, applause, man. So to bring this full circle, you asked me what I'm sipping on. And so I was thinking about, well, if Drake were a liquor, what would he be? Okay. It has to be hip-hop, so it has to be brown. All right, all right, Off all right. The rip. It's got to be a cognac. Virginia it Black. Cannot, it, can't, <laughs> it can't be Jameson, right? It, it can't be a whiskey. All right. I all love right. Jameson. That's not a knock. Okay, okay. Uh, it's got to be extremely popular. It's got to be, at the time that it came out, inescapable. Oh. Oh. It has not aged as good as when it came out. The game has caught up to it. Oh. And both people that love both of these things is going to consider what I'm going to say blasphemous. They're both really overrated. Hennessy. Wow. You you just went there. You, you're drinking straight Hennessy? And every time, well, I'll finish. And every time okay. I have Hennessy, I wish I was having something just a little bit better. So, sir, oh my, see, this is now you're out of hand right now, but please go so, on, continue, continue. I'm drinking, I am drinking Hennessy. I'm drinking the VSLP. I'm drinking Hennessy privilege. I gotta blow my nose, pollen, everybody, pollen. So, if you're drinking uh, Hennessy privilege, why are you complaining? I'm not complaining. I like Hennessy privilege. I do too, as well. I'll tell you right now, um, after having, now I will back you up with this. After having um, XO, VSOP, Privilege, it's hard to go back. Yeah, listen, when when that's all you know, Henne, uh, regular Hennessy is is great. It's the great, it's the Saturday night, you hit in the club, mm-hmm. but you're pre-gaming. It's Hennessy. Yeah. But as you get older and you go into the Remy Martin 1738s, when you get into the Ducey's, when you get into the Hennessy Privileges, and you talk about the XOs and stuff, regular Hennessy just don't cut it no more. Every time you pop that bottle of Hennessy and you go for that first drink, it's always rougher than what you remember. Every time. You know what? You are right. The first sip of Hennessy, like things have, and you know what the crazy thing about um, uh, the XO, or I'm sorry, the VSOP, even that step above, it's a totally different liquor. Yeah, it's not even Hennessy. It's, it's its own entity. No, no, it's Hennessy. No, no, you you get the respect no, of that. I mean, it's, it's almost its own brand. It's like, uh, it's not really comparable, but it's like Bud Light Platinum compared to Bud Light. It's two totally different beers. I mean, yes, it is. It is. It is. I um, I I'm a huge, huge fan of um Hennessy XO. Goddamn XO privilege. God, it's it's so good, dude. It's so good. Um, I like your comparison earlier, saying that um they're both overrated and the game has passed them by. But still popular. It's still the. It is still the uh, the mainstay. If you bring it okay. to a party, people are happy. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's still good. Now, overrated does not mean not good. There's a difference here. You know what? First of all, goat line. Second thing, um, yes, that is true too. So just because you're overrated or something's very great, does that mean that you uh what? Well, first of all, the opposite of what you just said. If someone says very great, does not automatically mean classic. And just because I say not a classic, does not mean terrible. So we uh hopefully today we can get through some uh some of these get these, some of these buzzwords out of here. We can uh, decipher through all this bullshit. How you feel about that? I feel good. What are you sipping on? All right, my friend. You already know me. You already know I'm on right now. Now I have to. I have to complete my tour. I told you I've been on the tour right now, and I'm ready to declare a winner at this point. I am. Uh, I've been still sipping on the seltzers. I told you this. I told you. I say this every single podcast. But I'm coming to an end. It's coming to an end. 
<laughs> it's coming to an end. You laugh, you joke, but then you said, I have to do this for the time being. I have to. I told you. I care about the health of the customer. No, I'm I, laughing with you. I'm not laughing at you. No, I appreciate it. I, I appreciate this, it. I find I, this uh, humorous, I, not, I, not uh, insulting. I, I, thank, I thank you for that. Even if you did, regardless, I still thank you for your time. And I'm telling you right now, dude, the time I – was that? So you're the good guy. Luck is on my side. I'm the um, I'm the uh, I'm the line. <laughs> I'm the bad guy doing something heroic for the people right now, okay. because it serves my self interest as well. Okay. Yeah. That's, shout out to the villains podcast coming soon. Um, Very soon. Yeah. I think it's, honestly though, but seriously, um, I've been drinking a lot of different seltzers because my my drinking has uh increased just through to everything that's been going on. Not, I'm not alcoholic level, but just just increased. All right. Let's be out. Let's be honest. Everybody out there too as well. This listening, I'm pretty sure that a lot of you going through the same thing. Bear with me. Um, I've been drinking the Corona seltzers. I've been drinking the Bud Light, um, the Bud Light seltzers. Uh, multiple other seltzers. The Trulies. Um, I'm here to say that I believe that the Truly is the best seltzer that I have had. And honestly, I think after drinking the Truly compared to the Corona, I feel like it's also like going from the XO back to the Hennessy. Like once I start sipping on that Truly, it's like it's. I don't know. It's just a, it's just a different taste right there. Just it's just a different taste. A little more percent too as well, which is never something to complain about, you know. And uh, it just I think it's it, I think it's just better, man. But I'm I saying all this for that. I'm on my, I'm I'm about to be done with the social here pretty soon. And then pretty soon I'm gonna be on my James Bond. I'm going uh dry martinis. Hey. I go nothing, nothing but dry martinis. All sorts of dry martinis. All sorts of martinis. I'm getting the, the glass, the stirred, shaking, not stirred. All right, I got the. I already bought the olives. I'm good to go, man. I uh, look forward to these reviews. Yes, and our reviews will become a little bit more. Uh, they become a segment of its own. It's, it's almost like its own. Uh, its own little cult in our podcast. It uh, it is, and we hope the people appreciate it because I believe the, a lot of the people are drinking something right now. Hopefully, listening to this. If you're not, go to your liquor cabinet, pull out the decanter, and pour you a little something. Yeah, exactly. Hey, shot. The, 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 by the way, the decanter, undefeated. A uh, villain staple. Oh, of course. You can't be a villain without a decanter. That's right. Even Thanos had a decanter <laughs> somewhere on his farm, <laughs> <laughs> where he finally rested. That's it. Hey, all right. Are we ready to do this? Let's go. All right, Rick and Jay's admissible bias. It won't be admissible bias with us being pro bono lawyers for um for the podcast sake. Without no, no access to actually representing you in real life, you, we, I don't know. We ain't fucking around yeah, to win. Uh, you may fuck around and get five to ten. I don't know. Uh, better call Saul. <laughs> Go call Saul Goodman. Yeah, find you some slimy lawyer that's in some plaza with with a cheap suit. All right. There you go. Yeah. We uh, but we always start off with the opening statement. And uh, based on um today's podcast, Drake. Uh, not because I'm light skin, just because I um I'm familiar with the man's music. I I prepared an opening statement. Can I please go ahead and read it to the uh the judge, jury, and um yourself? All ears. Five studio albums, three compilation albums, two EPs, six mixtapes, fifty-eight singles, seventy-five singles as a featured artist. The most number one singles on the U.S. hot R&B and hip-hop charts with 19. Won 175 awards from 636 nominations, including a conservative four Grammy awards from 44 nominations. 
won 27 awards from 81 nominations on the Billboard Music Awards. Past Elvis, Eminem, and Michael Jackson for total music sales grossing over 218 million as of uh, 2018 in sales. If I miss anything, I apologize. These are the stats of Mr. Do Right and Kill Everything. But I, Ricky, still feel like something is missing to complete what is arguably the greatest music career of all time. A classic album. Take Care, in my opinion, is Drake's greatest work, but can easily be called House of Balloons 0.5. The Weeknd sold Drake music for a spotlight on Take Care and the overall mission of putting Toronto on the map for his friend. The 2013 effort Nothing Was the Same is a very underrated Drake album that has aged well overall. Still, I will not put this in a rotation of music with Illmatic, College Dropout, the, blue, uh, the Blueprint, and To Pimp a Butterfly. Since 2013, Drake has dominated singles, but lacks the albums that back them. Views, Scorpion. Even the mixtapes of What a Time to Be Alive and More Life fail to capture what Drake has done in the music industry. If we are to keep with the stats, let's say Drake is in the NBA. He has all the fans and the nightly highlights. He has been a great player dominating the league for years. He averages 35 points per game in the regular season with all sort of regular season awards. But real basketball heads keep pointing out the 35% he shoots when it's playoff slash album time. And it causes straight chaos amongst the fanatics and yet does nothing to dim his star power. So if I can, maybe Drake really stands for divisive reactions and keep elevating. Finn. Mm. Said a lot of things there. There's a lot that need to be said there. Woo. That article will be available on uh, YTG Global too as well. If it's not already up by the time this podcast comes out. Yeah. How you feeling, man? You ready to go? Let's go. All right, so it's a couple of things we're going to ask here. Just uh, give uh, everybody, uh, like everybody, an overview first. What we like to do, uh, an outline. Um, we'll talk about uh, overall. We uh, we just did an opening statement. Uh, we'll talk about Drake's music in the booth. Um, we'll talk about uh, top three as far as songs that age well, songs that haven't aged well. Um, top three albums, top three features. Uh, even before that, we'll talk to what makes Drake great. When is Drake at his best? Uh, we'll talk about the um, OVO roster too as well. Uh, talk about scams oh, yeah. and beefs. Uh, I'll talk off the court moves, and uh, we'll do some future projections for uh, the next five years of Drake's career. My friend, are you ready to do this? Let's go. Are you good? Yes. All right. Cool. All right. So, in your opinion. Uh, first of all, what is your overall feelings on Drake? So we can just put this out there for the pod. On record so, for everyone out there. So <clears throat> there's two lines to look at Drake. There is, you brought up the sales, which my eyes actually popped. I didn't know it was that successful. There's, If you look at it through that lens and you just want to be entertained and you listen to music as a form of just entertainment, you are more than content with Drake and what he has provided you because no one even matches is even close to matching that. Right. Talk about sales, club records. Uh, car records, uh, you, the bar records, all those things. No one comes close right now. Not even close. Uh-huh. But if you look at 
music and more of a cultural thing. They're more pushing the genre forward thing. And uh, what is your message? What is your subject matter? What is your content? Are you pushing our culture forward or are you just relevant? Are you just another Fast and Furious blockbuster movie that everybody goes to see and they just want to be entertained for two hours, which is totally fine? Mm -hmm. Or are you a Django? Are you a Black Panther? Are you a Creed? Mm. Do you push the envelope further for the culture? And if you look at it through that lens, Drake is really disappointed. And that's the lens I view music as a whole. So you wouldn't see Drake as like a, like a Tupac-like figure? Not, he doesn't have to be Tupac, but right, 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 right. Uh, I expect more because, listen, I, I grade people off of the talent they have. I am critical of Drake because he is talented. And because of that, the bar is set really high. So I'm going to scrutinize you because you have everything at your disposal. You have the label group, the record group. You have the one of the best producers. I mean, his beats are always nasty. 40? 40. I mean, oh. come on. All, oh. all of Drake's beats are sick. Boy wonder. You know, he can, he can, he can pick up the phone, get a Swiss beat sample tomorrow. You know? Oh, of course. Absolutely. He is extremely talented. We are not... I am not disputing talent. He can rap. He can somewhat sing. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And it's because of that. Because he has so much in his bag. Yeah, I expect I expect historic precedence. Yes. I um I understand exactly where you're coming from. And actually, I feel the same exact way. Uh, as far as Drake, like, yeah, let's put it like this. Is Drake built, helped building hip-hop a home? Or is he renting the upstairs? Yeah, there you go. Perfect. You feel like he's renting the upstairs? Yeah, he's uh, he's renting. I feel like it's a little bit of both as far as uh, um, he's showing a different way of how to go about music as far as the business of that. And we'll get into that here. Um, but as far as like doing anything for hip-hop culture itself, like honestly, what's one thing we could actually hang our head on that Drake has actually done for hip-hop? His label, which we actually would get on, this needs a little bit of Easter egg, but it's not like they're out here, you know, you know, like complete household names. I mean, let's just let's just be honest. They're, they're not. He's not Jay Z with Rockefeller. He's not Fifty Cent with G Unit. You know, putting his people on and making sure they, you know, they're doing out here, you know, selling millions of records in stadiums, you know, worldwide. Um, it seems to be a very self-centered approach. As far as uh, how he's taking his career, but it's got him great individual. I mean, you heard all the numbers. It's got him great, you know, individual, um, individual awards and sales and whatnot, money. They they can't even get a feature. They can't. I don't want to spoil that too much too as well because we get into the arts yeah. we're talking about. Yeah. But yeah, that's just quick overall thoughts. I think Drake needs to do more for hip hop itself as far as the culture. Like, there's a lot of um, and the culture isn't just the music. Culture is like there's a lot of socio economic issues. That are happening. It's not that Drake's not, you know, doing it like giving back or anything like that. This man's gave back, you know, to charity more than I have as far as money. Let's just be honest. But like you said, we hold Drake to a different standard because of his talent. So we want you to do. We would like to see just a little bit more out there from the man. Like I don't want to. Everything I has to do for cameras. Like, like God's plan. You know, I don't. I don't need to see. Which is great, by the way. You know, but you know, I like to see. I like to see. I think Drake's in a position where he could like build a school. You know what I mean? I yeah. think Drake's in this bitch we can have like a scholarship program. And I say he hasn't given up money for it, but or like he could do things with like higher education or uh he could have meetings with uh the mayor and, and enacting policy for people or things like that. Like 
even his influence in America, he can he can do a lot for. Like I mean, the man's taken so much from him. Um, not taking so much, but so much was given him from this country that you know, this things I like to see him give back to as well for with the, with a man of his power. And I'm talking to uh, primarily the subject matter and content of his records. Uh, that I don't want to hear you talking about an Instagram model. We've talked about yeah. that before. I'm so, not. I'm not too yeah. worried about that. No, just in general though. Like uh, I would, he's at his best when they he. Well, not to steal that too much, but he's at his best when he is. Uh, well, quite frankly, when he's in his feelings. <laughs> so he uh, is. It's true though. It's very true. So like, yeah, that's that's some of his best work. So it's yeah. Okay, your question: What makes Drake great? I think I think like his best work. You talk about Take Care. I think do we both agree that's his best album? Yes and no, but I'll get back to that. Okay, uh, I I would I would think most people would consider it the best. Uh, listen, he's he's definitely in his feelings there. Marvin's room comes to mind. Uh, but when he has something to say, and the beats are a little bit slower, not necessarily like go to sleep slow, but it's a little bit modest. I think of a. Uh, a success with the Trey songs and the Little Wayne, mm-hmm. the first one. Oh, that's when he's at his best when those type of tempos. It's that forty production. Forty production. It's an R and B tempo with the hip hop beat. We're gonna get to a, Which, a pretty hard question here later on, but please continue. Yeah, so it's a it's an R and B tempo. Which uh, also with that uh, R and B, some of Drake's biggest fans is the female audience. No, oh, yeah, other yeah. male rappers cannot attain that, but Drake because of his tempo. And, and the melody of those songs, uh, it, it's universal. It, it attracts people of all kind of taste of music. So I, I think that's when he's at his best. Dude. Also his also his intros. Oh, He my has God. fire yeah. intros. But again, the intro is when you have stuff to say. The intro is your thesis. The intro is where you let it all out. And that's when he's at his best. Drake's music, is one, it's one thing with him is that it's something I just haven't seen before. Like, this dude attracts... 50-year-old dudes and, I don't know, just uh, France. Uh, 24-year-old white girls in L.A. And 19-year-old, you know, black dudes from the Bronx. And they all like the same track and same song. Like, it's just a Like, man has, like, such a... Man has, like, every demographic of uh, of music or of of, of anyone, like, Creed. This man's pretty much touched, touched into it. Like it's it's absolutely incredible. Like I never been to a Drake concert, never have. But a lot of people, everything from what I've heard from it, it's a very, it's a lot of um, you, uh, you got a lot of older older white people there too as well. It's a different uh, crowd. Yeah, it's just it's just a different like it's 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 not like JD Kiss is performing in Harlem, you know, something like that. Like yeah, yeah. yeah this is this is like it's like worldwide appeal. This is this is something different right here, and that's why the man is the most selling artist for a reason. Yeah, it's no question the biggest star in hip hop right now. Just from a pure stardom uh, perspective, would not take that what? away from it at all. That's right. All right. What do you um? Let's see. Uh, when do you think uh Drake is at his best? Um, you said in his feelings. Um, yes. Storytelling. Storytelling about pretty much anything. I think Drake's storytelling about women or storytelling about stuff that happened in his life or talking about his pops, his mom. Like it's it's it it's what thing um. Actually, Joe Budden said this. We'll get into him a little bit later. He said, you know, Joe Budden said with mood, um, uh, mood music, he said, I was one of the first artists to actually really tap my feelings and talk all this shit. And then Drake comes around and do it, and everybody fucking loves it. You know, but he, to paraphrase what he said, but 
Drake, um, and it's it's a theme here that he takes other things that people do well, and he actually does it kind of, kind of, kind of better, or it makes it more mainstream to it as well. But as far as the storytelling goes, I think that's just where he uh, hangs his head on. Like storytelling is just a part of hip hop, and the man, I mean, the man is a student of the game. We're not, I'm not going to sit there and take that away from him. Which is, yeah, his storytelling is never like. Uh, it's never like a whole like record though, which is interesting. It's not like J. Cole level storytelling where there's a protagonist and an antagonist. It's not like a wet dreams, for example. No, it's not like, and it, it doesn't have to be like, that though. No, but if, again, if we're talking about elite talent that he has, you know, J. Cole's done it. Uh, Kendrick, Kendrick's whole albums are her stories, but you know, Kendrick has done great storytelling records. Jay has great storytelling records. Right, right, M right. has great storytelling. So if you want, if if Drake is going to put himself into this elite holy grail criteria, I I would like a staple storytelling track. Uh, I think a good. Well, it's not really. I wouldn't call it like a straight up. I think his story, his way of storytelling is just different. It I mean, is. It entirely is, and it's easily consumable, but it's not perfected. It's not going to a fine steakhouse. Look at uh ah look at uh look at too much. Nothing was the same from time. Nothing was the same. Yeah, it's those are those. Okay. Don't act like you don't like those records. Don't act like you don't love those I records. I didn't say I didn't. Mm-hmm. That's the thing about Drake. It's it's not that it's not good. It is it it is efficient. We talked about this. Drake <laughs> is like Chick Fil A. <laughs> there it is. There it is, Listen, ladies and gentlemen. Go on. I, I like Chick-fil-A. People love Chick-fil-A. Oh, for sure. They love Chick-fil-A. Open on Sundays. Right? And Chick-fil-A. <laughs> no, no Chick-fil-A on Sundays. Uh, Close on Sundays. People love Chick-fil-A. It's easily yeah. consumable. Mm-hmm. It's easy to get. You can get it in the drive-thru. Everybody loves Chick-fil-A. White, black, Asian, Hispanic. It doesn't matter. We all love chicken, all right? Everybody so, loves chicken. Chicken's universal. Everybody loves chicken, Drake right? is chicken. Drake is Chick-fil-A. Having said that, Chick-fil-A is still fast food. It is not going to a Roots Chris Steakhouse. It is not going to your seafood lobster up there in Maryland. Hey, or, or crabs, excuse me. Crabs, come on now. Uh, we love yeah. we, I love lobster too. Yeah, and so when I when I go into an album I eat some lobster. And love lobster. And mm. you and you wanna cut it to that steak and it's actually well done instead of medium. That that's the thing with that that's the thing with Aubrey. I um great Chick Fil A. I am not going to sit there and deny that, but you know what? Maybe that's what the people want. Maybe that is what the people want. In fact, that is what the people want, which is fine. If you want to have commercial success, that is totally fine. But don't put yourself up here with the other greats and not expect to be held to a higher standard. Who said Drake put him up there with the greats? Wait, he said you said that. He does say that. Come on. I can't, I can't, I can't deny that right there. Like, it's one thing if he never said anything, so, but. yeah, Kevin Durant, I'm tired of being second best. Guess okay. what? All right. All right. Let's compare you to LeBron. Is that fair? Probably not. Hey. Do I care? Not really. Hey, I put like this. This, this, this sports, yeah. hip-hop and sports is, runs parallel. It is a competition. So I'm going to compare every little thing. This is true. Like, when you say something like that, you're preparing, you're saying, I am ready for a new higher form of war. Thor yes. from the first Avengers said that. I got it from him. But he, what he said was true. Like, if I come out today, I said, you know what? Bring Joe Rogan to me. 
We can make this happen right now, right here. First of all, I love Joe Rogan. We'll throw it out there right now. Secondly, I love competition too as well, so I would have backed down from that. But you get what I'm saying though right there. Like if I don't have the, the, the I don't have anything that really back me up. Like say somebody was ghost writing this show and all our notes for us and we came over here and just started talking about it, fumbling through it. You know what I mean? It's like Right. Yeah, but compare Jay's storytelling to Drake's storytelling, it's two different totally different realms. Nah storytelling to Drake's storytelling. Not the same. Not even close. Goddamn, Andre three thousand storytelling. The art storytelling. Not even close. Love three. It's not even close. There's there's such a huge gap there. I feel like this podcast is going in a certain way, and I feel like you're dragging me with you. And I feel like well, that. And we'll I feel get like, more oh, categories. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying what I feel, man. Yeah, and, and I feel like that. You're also making a, uh, a compelling argument to the customer. This is good right here. Let's continue. Um, okay, top three songs that have aged well, and why? So I got three songs for you that from Drake that have aged well. So. The thing is that I had to go outside the five. You know me when it comes to uh, classic albums. In the internet era, I like to give things five years. I've heard people say ten. Internet era, things moving left and right. All shit's popping out here. In about three days, this podcast will be old until somebody you know listens to it again. It'll be like brand new a year from now. It'll be brand new. Um, but as of right now, five years for classic. So I went. I did took a little bit of criteria. Went back there. Uh, three songs that have aged well from Drake. I got Hold On. Uh, we're going home. Uh, I got 9 a.m. in Dallas, and I got uh, Look What You've Done from uh, Take Care. Uh, hold on, we're going home. Um, I think that, like, if I was, um, I'm actually getting a phone call right now. I'm not going to take this. If I was getting a, um, if, you, if they call again, I, I may take this phone call. We'll see, though. If I was, uh, like, on the beach you know, late at night, you know, you know, you know, sipping uh, some rum, you know, parties popping off, and this thing where the, I'm at a house party. You know, after this whole COVID shit's over, you know, and that thing would come on, I would, uh, it'll be great. It'll be a good vibe right there. You know what I mean? Um, it sounds fresh, refreshing, like, uh, like when you sell some sipping on. It's, uh, it's great, dude. I have, I have, um, I have no problem with that. 9 a.m. in Dallas. I think 9 a.m. Dallas is a good wake up song. The beat, 40 production, the, uh, the lyrics in there, solid. Um, the little breakdown at the end, too, as well. Like, I may wake up tomorrow and just put on 9 a.m. in Dallas. When I was in Dallas, I woke up and put on 9 a.m. in Dallas. When I woke up at 2 p.m. from going out all night. Uh, look what you've done. I think that's, that's a solid track over Take Care, where it's just Drake just talking to, uh, you know, doing what he does best, just just having conversations with his women. And I think that's, Drake, and back to storytelling, I think that's Drake's form of storytelling is literally talking to that person, which is a little bit different than how every other artist does it, though. So that's why I said it's a, it's it's not as good as Jay, but it's just different. It's, it's its own lane. What you got for me? Uh, I'm gonna go cliche, but Crew Love has aged so well. It is just as good, or as, if not better, today than when it first came out. Oh, of course, I love that song. I may play it after this podcast. I always say it that, is, but I do. Uh, it, it, it's ahead of its time with some of those. Uh, well, it's the weekend, but it's some of those R&B Toronto underground elements. You, you you hear Trap Soul on that record. You hear Party in that record. Oh. You hear a lot of different artists that uh that go for that that sound, that subject matter and content, that context, all of it, all of it. It, it it's aged really well. It has it has aged very well. Um. Okay. Any two more? I usually move on from there because I got a few more here. Uh, I want to go Tuscan Leather. I think some of these beat switches we see right now. 
uh, Tuscan Leather has a lot. It's not really a beat switch, but it's a tempo switch throughout. Oh, it's an intro too, as well. It's an intro, and it's, nothing yeah. was the same. And uh, yeah, nothing was good. the same. Uh, Tuscan Leather is just really caught on exceptionally well. God, I, I love that fucking song right there. Especially with the beat breakdown in the middle, and he goes right back into it. Dude, I, when I first heard that, I was like, this motherfucker is going for goat status off the intro. Like, it's just, it's, it's fucking incredible, dude. Which one of the rest of the album has we going? Um, okay, okay. You got one more for me, or do you want to move on? I'll go. I'll, I'll let you have it. Okay, uh, we'll move on from there, because I, I, I already gave my three. Um, top three songs that failed at living up to the hype, and why? All right, so I have three songs for you, and um, two are features, one's a music video. They're not outright songs, because... You, yeah, I thought I, I, I see. I, I peaked a little bit in your category. I was like, "Ugh, those are good." And those are probably two of those. Probably I would have picked. So I went a different route. So um, on Scorpion, uh, Talk Up featuring Jay Z. First time, um, anytime Jay Z and Drake should get together, it should be a hip hop classic that lives on in the histories, in the Library of Congress for the rest of humanity. This song is not uh, one of them right here. It's actually uh, quite disappointing to be honest. Uh, the beat's okay. Neither one of the verses are really memorable, which makes me very, uh, I, I, I feel blasphemous for even saying that right there, but it just wasn't, it just wasn't that great. I just, I, I didn't really enjoy it. And honestly, who the hell has talked about this track ever since the albums came out? Oh, I agree. Completely. Yeah. Um, the next one I got is a company featuring Travis Scott on, um, um, uh, God damn, if you're listening now, it's, uh, if you're listening now, it's too late. Uh, first of all, Drake, Travis Scott, like Sycamore. Cause it was a couple, years, of course, Sycamore's a couple years later. That's what it should sound like when two big artists get together. It should sound like that right there. Uh, Company was just like it was just like a filler track. Like you got these two great artists here, you got filler. Like I don't. That's that's just lazy shit. The beats, the beats. Uh, it's 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 okay. It's all right. It's nothing really to talk about. It's the second half of that whole mixtape itself is just, ugh. and the mixtape itself. That's something we will have to talk about here later. Uh, and the last one I have is uh, the best I ever had music video. Um, there's a lot of people not really happy with that video when it came out. Um, first of all, I thought the... Um, I thought... Uh, actually, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> I'm not going to say that right there. I thought the video uh, could have been better. And even Drake said... This is years ago, too, as well. He went on 106 in Park. This is how long ago this was. And he said that... They was even talking to him maybe reshoot the video. And maybe... Um, you know, getting a different director. I think Kanye directed it, and it is it just didn't, it just wasn't like coming oh. to the billing of the song. Yeah, it just it's Kanye's wasn't. fault. Yeah, it, 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 I'm just the old Kanye. Easter egg. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the video itself, I thought that was uh, I thought that could have been the better route for with how big that song was too as well. Like that song right there and uh, a Millie, Little Wayne. I know it's a little bit it's a little bit off topic, but those are two songs that really should have got a legitimate music video that should have stood the test of time. Instead, we got two pretty much throwaway videos, and but the song's so great, so it's what it is. I have a "Don't Matter to Me," the Michael feature. Oh Scorpion. my God! Yes, that's what I was going to uh, use too. Oh, this is a. <laughs> uh, first of all, you bragged about this uh, that you had a Michael feature, and then yep. we get this Michael feature, and you used Michael Jackson to sound like the Weekend. <laughs> Wait, how, how do you do that? To call Stephen A. How do you do that? Come on, man. Why? If you're going to touch a Michael. First of all, don't. 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 Just do not. Don't. 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 
Nothing the game. Yeah, you too, Wale, with PYT. Yeah. Yeah. Just don't touch it. Do not touch it. And then you're going to use it. And then you're going to make it sound like the weekend would. Oh, just come on. Just don't. Just don't. Just, just don't. I, I, I can't. I don't even know how you can defend this record. I don't. I was going to use it. breaking Michael Jackson. This should be, you know, this should be the <laughs> biggest. No. No. You are right. Drake and Michael Jackson, I mean, that's two of the, once again, the highest selling artists ever in the planet. Yeah, just just don't touch it. Uh, the Timberland JT actually uh, had a nice little record with Michael. They did uh, the Escape track. Oh, that one. Yeah, I love that one. That was, yeah. that was pretty good. They did the music oh, baby. video. That was pretty good. Yeah. Love never felt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one right there. Yeah, so good. Hey, sing it. Nah, that's all I got. Ah. All right. I have controller. Next. That didn't age well. Control. No, no, come on. That was that 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 mm. record was meant for the radio and just for the radio. And I got sick of it after like a week. All right. That was the song that was like, I gotta, I gotta get a streaming app. Like this is ridiculous. I'm, I'm sick of listening <laughs> to the Breakfast Club. I have got to get my own music. I All thought, right? I thought Tory Lane's version was a lot better. To be honest with you. Uh. I don't doubt that. I reckon if you if control if controller were to play right now, you would immediately turn it off. Oh, I do every single time. If that were to come out at the cookout, you would look the other way. If you, your homie played it with the aux cord, you, you would take the aux cord away from him. You lose your privileges. Yeah, you you get out of here. You're done. You're not playing that shit. We're not listening to that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, last one. I have Lord knows. This is the Yolo. The Yolo became like too mainstream, where everybody was using it. Uh. Now you got like you know. You got people. Everybody's using it. It's no longer. I, I I cringe when I hear it. Yolo. I cringe. Yeah, that's not. Yeah, it didn't feel good saying. It. I may I may delete that out the podcast. Yeah, it's, it's not, it. and it's not even their fault. But sometimes you just become a victim of circumstance. And uh, yeah. Okay. I like it. Uh, top three uh Drake features, which I like to call the uh, which actually I can't even coin this, but um, I think I've heard it somewhere. I'm pretty sure someone said this. Uh, the Drake stimulus package. Uh, this is what I have for this one. Uh, stay scheming. Uh, definitely stay scheming. Um, Ashton Martin music. Mm. Easily. And yeah. uh, also, check this out, though. And I got, I'm on one. Now, what do all three of those songs have in common, my friend? Mm. Are you, you going to tell us? No, I mean, I mean, think about it, though. Think about it. Stay, we, you know this. Stace Gaming. Who's the other artist on all three of these songs? Stace Gaming, Ashmar Music, I'm on one. Mm. You know this. Yeah, are you going to tell, uh, tell the people? I want to tell the people. Rick Ross. There you go. Rick Ross. Yeah, Rick Ross on every single one of them, which means that... Once again, Drake's best work is with Rick Ross, which um, actually sounded once again, but Drake's best work is with Rick Ross. Now, is it Ross brings out a Drake or Drake brings out a Ross? I have no idea because I think all the Ross's verses on there were solid, but they weren't even close to what Drake did for those songs at all. Completely oh, agree. Yeah, easily, easily, dude. I love every single one of those tracks. 75 uh, singles as a feature artist, my top three. That's, uh, that's crazy that's numbers. right there. That's uh, that's good stuff. Uh, what about Poetic Justice, the Good Kid, Mad City feature? Like that one a lot. I was uh, I thought about considering that one too as well, but I feel like these art, these songs are just a little bit. Poetic Justice was my three point five, my honorable mention. 
That's cool. I have an underrated one. Uh, the Cabaret verse on the 2020 experience. Oh, damn. I'm going a little bit back. Uh, really, he does. A, he goes a full 24, and uh, he goes in. You love a full 24. I love, I love a full 24. That is correct. We love 24 in this podcast. We do. Shout out to Kobe. Hey. Rest in peace. Hey. Rest in paradise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's my two. I just want to go under the radar. There are definitely more popular ones, uh, but I wanted to kind of go a little. Uh, Mike is slept on. So, something that people would hear those songs be like, I gotta, I gotta play that again. Yeah. Add, add it to the playlist. Yeah. Hey, I love it. I go high, you go low, and sometimes hey. vice versa. There it is. Hey. Um. Okay. Top three albums. Uh, how, do you want to go first? Or do I want to go first? How do you? I I want to do this. I have a I have two at the forefront. I have uh, take care. I have Tuscan leather. Excuse me, nothing was the same. <laughs> I have nothing was the same. And take care is one one a. Okay. I think those two are are clearly. I actually think I, I think actually uh, nothing was the same as a better project. Can I say that? That sounds blasphemous to some people. This mm-hmm. is what I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know Tus- uh, the take care is more known for its album, and then the third. I could be talked in. Whatever your third is, I'll roll with, quite frankly. And you know what the problem is that with this is that the first two you're talking about were easy. The third one is like, God, dude, like what do I put here? So it's a couple things I want to talk about. First of all, nothing was the same to me was Drake's uh, best album. And I'm going to tell you why. Oh, actually, I, I'm going to tell you why in a second. Second was uh, So Far Gone. It was So Far Gone. You know, it was a mixtape sound like an album, whatever. If, if it makes it sound like an album, I'll throw it in his album category. It's best body of works. There it is. Uh, third for me is Take Care. Why do I have Take Care number three? Because Take Care is House of Balloons 0.5. The Weeknd sold Drake so much music off of that motherfucker right there. He gave him five songs. Ladies and gentlemen, please look it up. Those five songs yourself. Do the research. I'm even going to tell you right now what it is. One of them is Cruel Love. But I'm not going to tell you what the rest are. Please, just go look it up. Five songs that The Weeknd took off of House of Balloons and gave it to Drake and made Take Care, which means that I can't even look at Take Care of the same because The Weeknd wrote half the shit on there. Now, Drake is too good of an artist to be doing shit like that right there. It's just, God, dude, like... Well, let's put this in the context, though. Right? Please, please, make, make me a believer if you can. I'm a, I'm a big fan of uh, Patterns. Because if something comes up more than once, now we're cooking with something. So if I if if what is known as his best project for mo- for most people, right? The week the weekend, right? House of Balloons. I mean, come on, come on. And I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you, what did I say? Crew Love, one of the his I think maybe his best record, right? That's that's definitely arguable at the very and least. And then we get uh, Meek Mill Ghostwriting. Oh wait a minute, hold up. By itself, if I were to say take care and it's just an isolated incident uh, it's really no biggie but then we get into some of these other allegations on top of that it make you it makes you question some things yeah and then i have to sit back and have to look at you a little bit different just based off what you produced to yeah. us so did the was drake rapping that or did the weekend write it for him and then drake just went on the mic these are these are legitimate questions like this isn't anything we're saying crazy we're not making this shit up we're not no and then no, and then it, it take care sounds like a weekend project. You hear it. You hear the weekend all over that thing. Absolutely. 
Um, there's other two projects we're gonna get into. There were uh, mixtapes before. Uh, before I think Drake became Drake at Take Care, the Drake we know, that Drake that the most the majority of people know uh, know today. But just uh, just taking a little bit back, uh, room for improvement in the uh, comeback season. Um, definitely, I I remember being in my college dorms back in the day, and my guy was like, "Man, you got to hear this Drake album." I'm like, "Who the fuck is Drake?" He's like, "You know the, the lights can do from Degrassi." I was like, "Yeah." He said, "Yeah, this is shit right here." I was like, "What the fuck?" So I checked it out, and I was like. Oh okay, like all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yes, yes, the things like winter. Winter's one of my uh, favorite uh, Drake tracks. I love that song right there. Every time I, every time something good happens to me in my life, I always play that Drake winter joint. It's just, it's just solid, dude. I just production, all that. Just, it, I, I fucking love it. But I mean, damn, dude. Well, winter just from the era, but damn, dude. Uh, it's just, it's, it's just hard, and nothing was the same. It's not even. I won't get this way. Does Drake have any classics right here as far as albums go? Any kind of bodies of work? Well, really quickly, we have a criteria. Do you want to do a quick rapid fire version of that? Mm, I don't have the uh, material in front of me, but I would, um, if you so give me a second. Top, yeah, so sales is number one. So he has uh, the sales from the, um, from um, which one? Which one are we looking at here? Let's take one album. Take Care? A lot of people consider take, take I think Let's do Take Care. Most people would want Take Care, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, album sales. Album sales. Yep, easily. Uh, singles. Uh oh, pfft, easy. Of course. Uh, music videos. Uh, God, what do you have on that thing? Headlines was a uh, was a uh, was a good one too as well. Headlines. I love that video. Oh, there's so much more too. There's so much more to it. I have to look it up, but I would love to. Uh, actually, yeah, that was I the I got, to it. Actually, nope. Oh. I I got the uh, I got the article article right here. Give me a second. We'll pull it up. In the meantime, we'll um. Is it pulling up right now? More YTG Global for everybody out there. Another uh another plug we throw in our own podcast. Without the way. Yeah, but um, I um, if anything's gonna be a classic, it's gonna be Take Care. I don't I don't like I said my my monologue. I didn't view nothing was the same as a classic. So far gone. Very, very solid project, but I don't see that as a classic either, just being up there. It's taking too long here. When it, when it pops up, we'll uh, we'll bring it up from there. We'll get back to it. All right, so um, that's our top three. Let's get into, um, oh, let's get into uh, something you want to talk about here. I know you want this bad. Uh, OVO, roster control, Avengers roster. Oh. Is it, oh, it's the right. roster worthy. 